WABC New York and 1071 WLIR Hampton Bays. It's the 77 WABC News Hour. Talking the news with Noah Layden. All the news you need to know with Joe Nolan, Traffic, Justin Ellick, Sports, Lou Dobbs, Business. And now, talking the news with Noah on 77 WABC. Yep, that's me. Good morning. It is Thursday, June 8th. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Sun clouds today, high 73. The smoke's still going to be out there, though. Tonight, overnight. Clouds again, low 58. And then Friday, afternoon thunderstorms. That should help clear out some of the smoke. The high 69. If you are walking out the door with us right now, 41 in Hazy and Quag out on Long Island, 58 in Hazy and Seaside Heights down the Jersey Shore. And it is 54 hazy here in Midtown. So much to get to as we work our way up to the 6 o'clock hour. Sid and friends in the morning, of course, over the last 48 hours. It's all about the wildfire smoke that continues to pour into the tri-state area. Uh, it was that sepia color, of course, that everybody was talking about yesterday. My view from the Jersey City Heights was sepia over the Midtown Manhattan skyline. It was so bizarre. And, uh, of course, nobody really wanted to be outside because you felt like it was worse, even though inside it wasn't a whole lot better. Uh, and it felt like the early days of the pandemic. I'm guessing it may have felt that way for you as well because you did walk outside, at least my neighborhood. There was hardly anybody out. And if they were, a lot of them had masks on. So then it was also like the pandemic because you were trying to find stuff to do in the house because you weren't really out. So I all of a sudden this like jogged my memory because uh, we were talking about how we should blame Canada for this. And do you remember there was this uh, movie, uh, South Park, which is, uh, you either hate the show or you love it. I'm one of those people who loves it. Back in 1999, South Park came out with this movie, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. It was all the stuff they could not do on Comedy Central. <laughs> and the soundtrack from the movie actually was nominated, or one of the songs anyway, nominated for Best Song at the Oscars back in 1999, and the song is Blame Canada. Do you remember this? Uh, so I sat down with my kids. You know, this is probably inappropriate for them to watch, but we sat down and watched South Park Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, and I forgot how funny it really is. It's a musical comedy. Boy, are those guys good who put South Park together. Uh, they did not win, but uh, I feel like this song, Blame Canada, is appropriate for a day like today. Not even a real country anyway. Should we blame the matches? Should we blame the fire? Or the doctors who allow it to expire? Heck no! Blame Canada! Blame Canada! With all the hockey home and And that bitch I'm married to. Blame Canada! You get the idea. Anyway, pretty funny. Scapegoating uh, Canada for all these fires. All right, let's get into the headlines. The top five at five. It is another day of smoky skies. Flyers are having a tough time jetting out of here. Donald Trump's been told he's the target of a federal investigation. Mike Pence and Chris Christie take to the campaign trail. And we have more details about those clinging jellyfish showing up at tri-state beaches. All right, let's get into it. 504 air quality. 
even this morning, it remains poor. Uh, it will stay that way likely through maybe even tomorrow. Nobody's really sure. It's all the smoke, though, from these Canadian wildfires it continues to come into the region. It was a tough day, especially for older New Yorkers yesterday, those who suffer from asthma. The masks, they were out big time. Lots of people wearing them all across the city. I mean, it smells like uh, wildfire. That's what it smells like. Is that what I'm smelling? <laughs> the biggest campfire I went to. Thick. Heavy, my throat was burning. It was crazy. Tired and my eyes hurt. Yeah, I think a lot of people are feeling that way. A little tired, a little some scratchiness in the throat. Maybe if you're out there for too long, the eyes start to water. Mayor Adams, like all of us, and I've never seen anything like this. This is not the day to train for a marathon or to do an outside event with your children. Stay inside, close windows and doors, and use air purifiers. Yeah, and of course, everybody throwing out all these statistics that you can't really prove but are sort of interesting to talk about. The um, the city topping the list of the worst air quality in the world yesterday. I don't, you know, you can look at the parts per billion, whatever, how they figured this out. But new, normally, New Delhi sits at the top of this list in India. If you've ever been there, the pollution is just unbelievable i have a brother in los angeles he said i can't believe the air's quality is actually worse in new york than it hears in la today but uh lots of people saying we were and i mean not surprising you didn't, you walked outside you saw how bad it was a horror movie or something like a disaster or natural disaster something like you know a nuclear or biochemical you know, something blew up. Yeah, it did seem like a science fiction film. Operation of Emergency Management Commissioner sounding a warning again about being outside. My kids, if they have to go outside, are wearing masks. I skipped my morning run. I'm going to skip my run tomorrow again. I even called my dad. I told him not to go outside. He doesn't listen to me. I probably should have told him to go outside. It probably would have been more <laughs> more effective. Yeah, I know that. The uh, Clifton, Verona, East Orange school districts, among many that canceled outdoor activities yesterday. Most schools, by the way, uh, in the tri-state area are open this morning. They're just keeping the windows closed, keeping the kids inside. Over at the airports, it could be another tough day. It was rough yesterday trying to get out of Newark, LaGuardia and JFK, mostly because the flights, people flying out, they just couldn't see where they were flying to. FAA putting a ground stop in place at LaGuardia for a while. Flyers, some of them, you know, sleeping in plastic chairs last night, which is always comfortable because they couldn't get out. We were trying to figure out, are we going to have to rent a car, drive here, train here? I think now people know that climate change is real. Right, so uh, the airspace uh, over New York will be rough again today. So for sure, if you're heading out, check online to make sure that flight's taken Crazy. off. Crazy. New York's never looked like this. It's like, um, I thought it was all cloudy at first. And then when they're landing, you can't see anything. Uh, like, whoa, the clouds are right there. It's like, no, 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 no. And then it was really bumpy. Um, and then seeing the city just all orange was unsettling. And immediately, as soon as we landed, I had to look up, like, why everything was just orange. But, yeah, yeah some of the people who did fly in, you can imagine flying in over coming into New York, because some areas, depending on where you were coming from, it was nice and clear. And then you smacked into the wildfire smoke, and people just said, it was amazing to watch it from up above. I'm stranded here because... Uh I had to check out early from my hotel, thinking of uh, I will be able to catch an early flight, 
And now my assigned flight is delayed. Yeah, so we've been watching Flight Aware, which follows the flights in and out of the tri-state area, and there are some delays already today. WABC News Time 510. Of course, lots of questions about what this all means. A doctor sharing advice on what you should do uh, during the air quality alert to sort of keep yourself safe. Um, so do you use the air conditioning? I think that's a pretty fair question. Uh, if you have um, uh, a you know, not a window unit, but a uh, you know air conditioning that uh, household air conditioning, it's probably okay. We checked in with a doctor at Northwell Hospital, Mangala Narashim, and uh, here's what she said about using the AC because you know it's going to be not incredibly warm today, but you know it's nice to have the AC on. Well, if you are like most of us living in New York and have one of the window units that pulls air from the outside. Uh, you should keep that air conditioner off, actually. Um, if you have an HVAC unit that has a filter, that's a different story. But for many of us New Yorkers, the air conditioner should actually stay off. Okay. Well, thankfully, it's not going to be incredibly warm today. Uh, of course, lots of questions about getting your kids to and from school. Almost every school has after-school activities, for sure. Outdoors canceled again today. So school is not a bad place for them to be. Just any indoor environment is what's best. And I know that the schools are keeping the windows shut and keeping the kids indoor for recess. Um, so just bringing them to and from school without any big stops in between, no playground after. But school overall is not a bad place for them to be. Okay. I, most schools are going to be open. Now, we've only seen a few cancellations this morning. All right. What about uh, taking my pet outside? I had that question yesterday. Is it okay to take the dog out for a walk? I do recommend that people keep their dogs inside as much as possible. So just quickly outside to go to the bathroom and back in. That's veterinarian out from Long Island. That, by the way, goes for horses, too, really. It doesn't matter what animal. The um, Belmont Stakes, of course, is only a two-minute race, but organizers say they're going to remain nimble for the sake of the 50,000 spectators that are uh, headed to Long Island for the horse race on Saturday. Here's Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman. Right now, we have not canceled any events, and we are taking an inventory now of N95 and KN95 masks that may be available should they be necessary. Certainly, whatever we have in stock, we'll make available. Now, as you heard from Joe, it could clear out, hopefully, by Saturday, so that race can get in. Everybody, of course, who are officials, lawmakers, weighing in over the last 12, 15 hours, that includes the uh, state health commissioner who said, you know, you should probably put a mask on if you're outside. And it seems a lot of people are following that. It keeps the air coming into your lungs clean, so you're not getting all clogged up and then prone to infection or inflammation and exacerbating any underlying disease or putting you at risk for pneumonia or bronchitis. Of course, the debate is, you know, those cloth ones probably going to not do a whole lot for you. Those N95 ones, I mean, we know all this drill from the pandemic, of course. The N95 ones are the best ones. So if that's the one you have and you have some issues and you got to be outdoors today, he says you put it on. They can migrate down our respiratory system into our lower respiratory tract much easier because they're smaller. Keep in mind, some of the bigger particles are filtered out by our nose. You know, we have hairs in our nose. We all do. And that's part of what our nose does. Hmm. Okay. If it's over 300 and you have to go outside and you're an otherwise healthy person, if it's over 300, I would wear a mask and I'd wear an N95. Yes. So he's talking about all the particles in the air. Mayor Adams, of course, holding a number of press conferences yesterday to reassure people that the city's on top of it. He was recommending the same thing city health commissioner was, is if you don't have to be outdoors, I mean, obviously you got to get places, work or the store, but in between, you should probably stay indoors. We're encouraging New Yorkers to stay home home indoors tonight and tomorrow whenever possible especially our vulnerable new yorkers all new yorkers should limit 
outdoor activity to the greatest extent possible. I know we say this all the time, but it's really true. If you have people, and you know people who live alone, neighbors, especially elderly ones, we do this in my hood, you check on them just to make sure they're okay. Uh, Wednesday's air quality, the mayor said, was the worst it has been since the 1960s. While there may be potential for significantly improved conditions by Friday morning, smoke predictability that far out is low. Yeah, I mean, for sure, we didn't know that ahead of time how bad it was going to be uh, starting on Wednesday. And people, of course, freaked out as they were again uh, last night. At 5 p.m., the air quality index hit 484 on the levels of health concern that is clearly alarming for New Yorkers. This is the highest level index of our knowledge since the 60s. New York should stay inside, close windows and doors. And use air purifiers if you have them. We're strongly recommending the, that others follow our lead and not conduct outdoor activities if not necessary. Yeah, it doesn't sound like most activities will be on again today. All right, 515, let's head over to the 77 WABC Sports Desk. Uh, oh, it's Thursday. Happy Thursday or Friday, Eve, as we sometimes call it. Good morning, Justin Ellis. We always call it that now, Mike. Okay. There's now no on. Exceptions. No exceptions. But just drop the word Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> Thursday should be Friday. Friday should be a day of the weekend. That would be nice. Well, There's lots of places is. where it is. There's That's what they days. do in Europe, right? I don't think so. No, I think they have a five-day work week. In order to I don't know. Too. Really? I'll go check on it. Go I'll, check on that. Okay. <laughs> I'm checking right now. Go All ahead. Right. You do the sports. I'm going to check if there's <laughs> yeah, a five-day work so, week. Here's your sports. Here's your five-day week, uh, five work week sports uh, update from Justin Ellick on the Diamond here. The Yankees were postponed due to the haze and air quality yesterday. They were air qualityed out, as the great Sidney Rosenberg put it a few minutes ago. But the Mets got their action in uh, in down in Atlanta, albeit losing seven to five to the first place Braves for their second straight series loss and fifth straight loss overall. This game was knotted at five into the eighth inning before Atlanta's Michael Harris the second sent a two run shot flying over the center field wall to put the Mets away. New York now sits two games under five hundred at thirty and thirty two overall and are seven and a half games back of first place in the NL East. They'll try and get off the schneid in tonight's series finale with Atlanta. Set for a 7.20 p.m. first pitch. Justin Verlander will hopefully assume the role of stopper on the hill for New York going up against the Braves' Spencer Strider. As for the Yankees, they'll get a doubleheader in today with the Chicago White Sox to make up for last night's postponement. First pitch for Game 1 is scheduled for 4.05 p.m. this afternoon with Luis Severino getting the ball against Chicago's Lance Lynn on the hardwood. Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray of the Denver Nuggets became the first teammates in NBA Finals history to both record triple doubles in a finals game and the Nuggets reclaimed the lead in the series by beating the Heat 109-94 in Miami in game three. Denver holds a two games to one lead with the series staying put in South Beach for tomorrow night's game four on the ice tonight. The Vegas Golden Knights and Florida Panthers are set to drop the puck for game three of the Stanley Cup Finals at 8 p.m. Eastern time in Florida, Vegas currently holding a two games to none series lead. Here with sports on 77 WABC Gnome. I'm Justin Alec. By the way, if yeah. you're planning to move to Europe, uh-huh. five-day work week. Wasn't there something that they're doing? Aren't they doing something? They've tested it out, but, but no country's actually adopted a four-day work week. Well, how far away are we from that? I don't know. <sighs> I, I I only had two minutes to Google it, so that wasn't a lot of time. I don't, know, I don't, know. I don't know how much longer I could do five days a week. <laughs> right. no. Well, you only got one more day, so that's the good news. No, yeah, this week. <laughs> and then we start all over again. Yeah, Monday. it'll be Monday in two seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how I, you know how I feel about that. I know. Right. You have a, this is a great job. Come on. Yeah, I, I, listen. Hey, I'd, I'd rather do this than anything else. Sit in a cubicle all day. Exactly. Biting my nails, twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> but okay. nonetheless, Friday Eve. Mr. Garland, come into my office, please. Yeah, please. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs>
WABC News Time 520. So if Quebec and the Canadians are having a rough time battling these wildfires and they're affecting us in such a huge way, maybe we should help them. That would make sense. So President Biden being briefed on the wildfires spreading over the U.S. He directed his team to provide impacted communities whatever support they need. Okay, well, that's good. But White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre says the U.S. is going to dispatch firefighters, other resources to help the Canadians battle this. We have already deployed over 600 U.S. firefighters and personnel, as well as equipment like water bombers to help Canada battle the fires. And this is where it becomes political. Is it climate change? Is it not climate change? The White House blames climate change. He made tackling climate change one of his top priorities and has done historic investments in doing just that. And back here yesterday, uh, New York State uh, going to provide a million masks. A lot of people have, of course, already have them in their house from the pandemic. But I guess if you don't, you're able to get one. We now. believe that the N95 mask is an important way that people can protect, uh, stop the air particles from getting into their lungs. So if you are out and about, sometimes those N95 ones are hard to find. Uh, they're being distributed at state parks, oh, uh, MTA stations. If you're, you know, Metro North, a subway, transit hubs, especially big ones, they're going to hand out about. 600,000 of them. I'm going to ask everyone to be very careful about having their own fires at their homes, their barbecues, their backyards, open fires in every part of the state of New York because the last thing we want to do is contribute to this problem. Yeah, I can't imagine barbecuing in this, but, you know, there's always people out there crazy enough to do stuff like that. One thing we can do is make sure that people do keep masks in their homes, stay at home, and, again, no strenuous activities. Yeah, so the Canadian wildfires, of course, messing with the schedules of all the sports teams last night. The Yankees uh, game was uh, postponed. Aaron Boone said it wasn't a shock to him. I actually walked outside about 2 o'clock and was like, like everyone else, like, whoa. Yeah, fans, of course, tweeting out photos from last night's game. Some showed up saying they hoped the game would go on. And he said, of course, it looked like Mars there. From Canada to New York, it's not good. We're actually from California, so we're used to this. For the player safety, we, we agree. Yeah. Yes, so there's supposed to be a doubleheader with the White Sox today to make up for that game last night, but uh, I doubt that's going to happen. We'll, of course, follow it, monitor it, and as soon as we know something, we'll pass that on to you. 522, the legal team for former President Trump has been told that he's a target of a federal investigation into his handling of those classified documents. Sources that are familiar with the matter told the New York Times that Trump's lawyers were notified by prosecutors in special counsel Jack Smith's office, a sign that he's likely to face charges. Trump was found to have over 300 documents with classified markings at his Mar-a-Lago residence after he left office. An indictment would mark the first time that a former president has been charged with a federal crime. I'm Mark Mayfield. The note update, by the way, on President Biden and his classified documents found in his Delaware home in some of his former offices have not got an update on that. House Republicans abandoning plans for a hearing aimed at holding the head of the FBI in contempt of Congress. The House Oversight Accountability Committee had been looking to hold FBI Director Christopher Wray in contempt for failing to hand over documents tied to an alleged criminal bribery scheme involving President Biden. The committee says the hearing has been removed from this morning's schedule because they say the FBI caved and is allowing committee members to review the documents. The White House says the president has not committed any wrongdoing and accuses the committee chairman of spreading innuendos. A group of conservatives in the House blocking several bills now that are backed by 
by Republican leadership from moving forward. It's all in protest of Speaker McCarthy's handling of the debt deal. They say he failed Republicans. The group, made up mostly of House Freedom Caucus members, took the rare step of teaming with Democrats Tuesday to vote no on a procedural rule vote for a series of bills. The rule failed on the House floor, marking the first time that's happened since 2002. On Wednesday, GOP leadership was scheduled for a vote on a rule to advance bills related to gas stoves and regulatory reform. But when the time rolled around, leadership was forced to recess as talks to break the impasse continued. Conservatives argue McCarthy's debt deal with President Biden did not cut enough spending. I'm Lisa Taylor. All right, let's go out to Long Island, where a Long Island man who's a funeral homeowner charged in connection to the January 6th Capitol riots in 2021. The Department of Justice says 55-year-old Bayport resident Peter Maloney was part of the mob that initially breached Capitol grounds. He allegedly wore a helmet and protective eyewear before pulling out a can of incesticide and using it on the police officers there. Here's his lawyer. The matter is set for June 20th for his arraignment and uh, until that time he, he will has not entered a plea uh, he, he is uh, presumed innocent pursuant to the laws of the united states of america and uh, will proceed accordingly maloney is accused of joining other rioters and hitting two people who are believed to be members of the media former white house chief of staff mark meadows has testified before a federal grand jury in the department of justice probes of the capitol riots meadows is a key figure in both the investigation into trump's handling of the january 6th capitol riot as well as trump's handling of classified documents after leaving office it's unknown when meadows testified or if he was questioned on one or both cases I'm Brian Shook. Nassau County is gearing up for the Belmont Stakes this weekend. County Executive Bruce Blakeman says the New York Racing Association is monitoring the hair quality, hoping things get better by Saturday, which is race day. And right now it looks like everything's a go and that there should be no problems, that uh, it will be safe for people to attend the race. It will be safe for the uh, competitors. It will be safe for the horses. Yes, so uh, yesterday, some of the jockeys, some of the winning jockeys, uh, Javier Castellano, uh, John Velasquez, they took their horses out to work out in the conditions earlier in the day yesterday when it wasn't as bad, and they say the horses seem to be doing just fine. We have the preeminent race in the world better than the kentucky derby better than the preakness why because we're the third leg of the triple crown okay we will watch this as well things could change drastically if the air quality says is just as bad as it is today or yesterday if that's the case on saturday no doubt they will postpone the race maybe just for another day and hold it on sunday but we're in close touch with the county executive bruce blakeman who's a close friend of the radio station as soon as something comes down a decision uh, or any kind of change, uh, we will let you know about it. I know lots of people in the area uh, flood the uh, Belmont Stakes. It's a big race around here. We are just getting started on this early Thursday morning. Of course, we're going to let you know about everything you need to know about this bad air coming in from Quebec, what it might mean for your Thursday, what it might mean for your weekend. So keep it here. Lionel Messi, maybe arguably the greatest footballer, soccer player of all time, is coming to the U.S. to play here. We'll tell you where. The campaign trail heating up big time on the Republican side for sure. Mike Pence jumping into the race. Chris Christie did the day before. Both were out taking shots at Donald Trump. Will you hear what they had to say? And down at the uh, Jersey Shore, these clinging jellyfish are being spotted more 
often. So we're going to talk to a marine biologist who will tell us what to look for so you know what to look for so you can dive into the ocean and not being worried about being stung. We'll get to that and more, but first this at 529. The 77 WABC News Hour. Talking the news with Noah Layden on 77 WABC. The Bronx Zoo and 77 WABC. Our real New York. Listen to this podcast now on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter, City Hall. Let's deal with reality. No jury will convict this Marine. The homeless man, Jordan, nearly had a long history with mental illness with approximately 44 prior arrests. And he was yelling and throwing garbage at train passengers, stating, quote, I don't have food. I don't have a drink i'm fed up adding i don't mind if i go to jail and life in prison i'm ready to die there's even a report neely tried to push a strap hanger onto subway tracks the day before he died this is not the time for politics Download all of Red Apple Media's podcasts right now through your favorite podcast platform. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Talking the news with Noah on 77 WABC. This is the 77 WABC News Hour with Noah Layden. Yep, that's me, 531. Good morning. It is Thursday, June 8th. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Sun, clouds today. It's going to be hazy again with all that smoke. High 73. Tonight, overnight, the clouds hang around. Low 58. And then Friday, could see some afternoon thunderstorms. That might help clear some of this out. The high 69. If you're walking out the door with us right now, so happy you are, 40. 41 in Hazy out in Quag on Long Island, 58 in Hazy in Seaside Heights down the Jersey Shore, and it is 54 in Hazy right here in Midtown. We'll start this half hour right here in the city, New York City, pushing back against those counties and towns that won't take migrants in that have come here from the U.S.-Mexico border. The New York City attorney, um, Issuing, uh, arguing that the orders that these counties have made are baseless, uh, and the, the claims about their public safety are baseless, and they're asking the court to declare all the orders that these counties made that would not accept the migrants from New York City null and void. Here's the New York City attorney, Sylvia Hines Raddix. These executive orders burden and obstruct New York City's lawful and responsible effort to address an ongoing statewide emergency. Yeah, New York City needs help in a major way. What, tens of thousands of people in the city's care? They're just overwhelmed, have run out of space for these migrants who continue to be bussed here. And uh, you do have... Places like uh, Westchester, where they have welcomed in the migrants. Up in Albany, they same. Uh, in Buffalo, too. But local counties where it'd be easy to bust these migrants to, like Nassau, Suffolk, Rockland, Orange, they've all said no. So this is what this lawsuit is, is that the burden of handling these migrants, they say, should be shared by everybody across the state. We believe the city has acted lawfully and that these localities cannot illegally wall off their borders 
during this statewide crisis. Of course, they're going to try to push these cases through fast. They're not tied up in the courts. We will follow that. Down to Florida, where Lionel Messi, maybe the greatest footballer of all time, has set his sights on South Florida to play for uh, the Miami Soccer Club. And you can imagine there, soccer fans just in a total tizzy about it. The stadium will fill up 100%. Uh, you're probably going to have a rough time finding tickets when he starts playing. News of Messi's arrival, sending ticket prices us just skyrocketing. I could kick myself. I was going to buy Red Bull tickets when I heard he was going to join the Florida team when they played Miami, and I never did. They were a hundred bucks online. I never got around to buying them. I went to look and see how much they were today. The cheapest, uh, the hundred dollar ticket is now a five hundred dollar ticket. A lot of the kids really look up to Messi and they like to imitate him and wear his jersey. Now they have the chance to come and see him live. Yeah, uh, David Beckham, of course, owns that Florida team, and I'm sure he was part of that negotiation to get Messi there. When I attended the striker, the Miami Fusion, you can you could count, you know, ten thousand or I mean four thousand or less in a stadium. Uh, this stadium is going to fill up every seat. Yeah, no doubt. No matter where he goes across the country, that'll be the same. It'll be awfully interesting to watch him. Let's go to the presidential campaign trail. Two more Republicans jumping into the race this week. You had Mike Pence yesterday dropping that video, Chris, uh, Chris Christie, on Tuesday night with his town hall up in New Hampshire, both going on the attack against the frontrunner, Donald Trump. Mike Pence, here was his kickoff yesterday, a speech in Iowa. I've long believed that to whom much is given, much will be required. That's why today, before God and my family... I'm announcing that I'm running for president of the United States of America. So the Republican goes on to say that the U.S. in a lot of trouble thanks to the Biden administration. We are here because we know that Iowa was the right place to start our engines for the great American comeback. Yes, so he's kind of stayed away from Donald Trump up until now, but I'm sure his advisors say, hey, if you want to win this thing, you've got to go a little bit on the attack. So Mike Pence uh, saying that Trump was wrong when it came to the January 6th uh, attacks at the Capitol. And he says he lays part of the blame on the former president. Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution provides that the president of the Senate, the vice president, shall, in the presence of the Senate in the House, Open all the certificates, and the votes shall be counted. No more, no less. Despite the fact that the Constitution's language is clear and provides the Vice President with no authority to reject or return electoral votes, my former running mate continues to insist that I had the right to overturn the election. But President Trump was wrong then, and he's wrong now. Yeah, that's about as hard as it's going to get from Mike Pence. In a moment, you'll hear from Chris Christie as well. WABC News Time 539 back on the campaign trail. Chris Christie doing a sit-down Brett Bear on Fox News last night, talking about his relationship with Donald Trump. He loved him before he hated him. Uh, here he says this is what changed his mind, or some of what changed his mind on Donald Trump. He changed Brett in material ways. I've known him for 22 years. Um, and what I was hoping to do by endorsing him early, recognizing that he had won in New Hampshire, he had won in South Carolina, and almost won in Iowa, he was the nominee. 
And I thought as a longtime friend, I could make him a better candidate and a better president. I was wrong. And Chris Christie says everything goes through Donald Trump. I think he's correct about that. If you want to win the nomination, you have to go through Donald Trump, who's the leader right now. And uh, he says he wants to do that because he doesn't think Donald Trump can win. He doesn't want another four years of Joe Biden. To all my Republican friends out there, I say I'm tired of losing, and I know you are too. Um, 18, 20, 22. We've done a ton of losing, as you know. You've been covering it. Um, and this is the result of this is Joe Biden in the White House. It's led to the inflation we've had. It's led. And Christie uh, talking about the fact that he thinks uh, Donald Trump, these are his words. He thinks Donald Trump is a child and a juvenile. He's a juvenile. He's a baby. Only children talk like that. He never said that about me when he offered me White House chief of staff. He never said that about me when he offered me Secretary of Homeland Security twice. Never said that about me when he offered me Secretary of Labor. I wasn't any of those things then. Look, the minute you speak out against him, Brett, you know what he does? He lashes back out like a child. And if you or I were raising that child, we'd send them to their room, not to the White House. And no doubt the migrant issue is going to be huge in places that it was not in previous elections, right? Here in New York, we are so aware of the migrants in a way we never were a couple of years ago because they're coming here. So Florida Governor Ron DeSantis making a surprise trip to the border in Arizona yesterday. We have put forth resources to assist with the transportation of illegal migrants to sanctuary jurisdictions where, you know, they've advertised that they welcome that that prevents for coming to florida and i think it's also been very effective you're talking about the fact that uh, he won't turn florida into a sanctuary state uh, like new york is DeSantis says there's uh, just so many issues with illegal immigration in florida we have had people who've crossed the border commit crimes in our state We've created a strike force where we have operations throughout Florida trying to interdict some of the human smuggling that's going on. Um, And you see human trafficking, you see people being abused. And a big new study that's out that will be a boost to Republicans is nearly half of independent voters in a new poll say President Biden's health and age severely limits his ability to continue in the White House. The Economist YouGov poll released on Wednesday found 48 percent of independent voters think that's the case. Just 11 percent said that they believe Biden's age and health have no effect at all on his job performance. Biden is the oldest president to sit in the Oval Office at 80 years old. I'm Mark Mayfield. You would stay down at the White House. Uh, just a little bit of comment from them on this controversial merger between the PGA and the Saudi-backed Live Golf uh, Organization. The State Department put out a readout of the meeting that Secretary Blinken uh, had uh, with the Saudi Arabia government. So I would refer you to their readout. Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre yesterday talking about Saudi Arabia's record on human rights, of course, their connection to the 9-11 attacks. We're just not going to comment on this deal. We're going to let the two parties speak for themselves. Well, it is a private business deal. This is a private entity, and we are being consistent here on not commenting on the actions of or mergers of private entities. Of course, the 9-11 of families speaking out hard, saying the PGA has failed them big time by uh, going and connecting themselves to the Live uh, Golf Organization. 543, doctors say Pope Francis is fine after undergoing surgery yesterday. The surgery was on his abdomen and was not considered urgent. A Vatican spokesman says the procedure was planned by the Pope's medical team because of a hernia that has been giving the pontiff recurring pains. There were no reported 
related complications. The Pope was reported to have been awake and working not long after the three-hour operation. I'm Brian Shook. WABC News Time 543, really upsetting story out of Peekskill, New York. Dozens of angry families showing up at a school board meeting after a 10-year-old took his own life. Gianlucas Alessius uh, says he was bullied out of school, and his father says he took his own life because the school did not do enough to help his son. I was waking up fight there in the morning every day to give my kids before I go to work. When I come home, he was waiting for me in the station. He loved swing. Yeah, his dad said he was the sweetest kid. Uh, the superintendent of schools was at the school board meeting, could not barely get a word out about any other topic because the people who showed up only wanted to talk about the suicide of this kid who had been bullied. And uh, other people who had been bullied spoke out as well. I was the age of six, all the way until eighth grade. I've been bullied terribly. I've been made fun of for my clothes. And I'm sorry I'm not for bringing this up. Yeah, uh, there was a ton of other people waiting in line behind that kid to tell their story. Uh, other families were there just to support the father who had lost his son. The last six months, he was crying. He, he, was, he was so scary to go to school. He said he was too fat. He said he was too grippy. And the dad there said uh, the school did not do much to help him. And he says the reason he went to the school board meeting was he doesn't want this to happen to another kid. I had nothing to lose. My, my son is gone. So the only what I want right now is some justice for another kid. Yeah, all right. 545, let's head over to the 77 WABC Sports Desk. And here's Justin Ellick. Thank you, Noma Layden. Those people were very uh, easy to understand. Thank you for that. Sure. Yeah. You didn't. Under, is, are you trying to say you did not understand those people? No, I'm just saying. I, uh, yeah. No, I made it out. <laughs> there might be some people out there that maybe I understood them. Wouldn't fine. So yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. We don't have any hair blocking your ears. So. <laughs> oh, a dig on a, on a Thursday morning. Yeah, that's cold. Wow, that is cold. Here we go on the Diamond Gnome. The Yankees were postponed due to the haze and air quality yesterday. Air qualityed out, but the Mets got their action in, down in Atlanta. Albeit losing 7-5 to to the first-place Braves for their second straight series loss and fifth straight loss overall. This game was knotted at 5 into the eighth inning before Atlanta's Michael Harris II sent a two-run shot flying over the center field wall to put the Mets away. New York now sits two games under 500 at 30-32 and 32 overall and are seven and a half games back of first place in the NL East. They'll try and get off the schneid in tonight's series finale with Atlanta set for a 7.20 p.m. first pitch. Justin Verlander will hopefully assume the role of stopper on the hill for New York going up against the Braves' Spencer Strider. As for the Yankees, they'll get a doubleheader in today with the Chicago White Sox to make up for last night's postponement. First pitch for Game 1 is scheduled for 4.05 p.m. this afternoon. Luis Severino getting the ball against Chicago's Lance Lynn on the hardwood. Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray of the Denver Nuggets became the first teammates in NBA Finals history to both record triple doubles in a Finals contest. And the Nuggets reclaimed the lead in the series by beating the Heat 109-94 in Miami in Game 3. Denver holds a two-games-to-one lead with the series staying put in South Beach for tomorrow night's Game 4. And on the ice tonight... The Vegas Golden Knights and Florida Panthers are set to drop the puck for Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Finals at 8 p.m. Eastern Time in Florida. Vegas currently holding on to a two-games-to-none series lead. Here with sports on 77 WABC. No. All right, let's catch you up on the big stories of the day. There's really nothing bigger than the air quality, which, uh, looking out the window at this hour, remains poor again, at least here in the city. Tri-State, it'll be much of the same again. It's all because of these Canadian wildfires. been rough 
for for sure older New Yorkers, people who have respiratory problems. I mean, it smells like uh, barn fire. That's what it smells like. Is that what I'm smelling? <laughs> the biggest campfire I went to. Thick, heavy. My throat was burning. It was crazy. Tired and my eyes hurt. And, people uh, uh, masking up again. The uh, streets of New York turning those hues of orange. Let's hope that's not the case today. That sepia. It was just uh, crazy. And people out on the Coney Island boardwalk, not a lot of them, but they said it was like a science fiction movie. A horror movie or something like a disaster, a natural disaster. Something like, you know, a nuclear or biochemical, you know, something blew up. And the warnings coming from everywhere about uh, limiting your time outdoors. The Operation of Emergency Management Commissioner here in the city holding a presser yesterday. My kids, if they have to go outside are wearing masks. I skipped my morning run. I'm going to skip my run tomorrow again. I even called my dad. I told him not to go outside. He doesn't listen to me. I probably should have told him to go outside. It probably would have been more more effective. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, classes, uh, most schools are open today. There's a couple that are closed. Uh, Clifton, Verona, East Orange School Districts uh, canceled recess outdoor activities. That was the case for almost every school across the tri-state. It'll probably be the same today. It's going to be a little bit better, but not a whole lot better. And then if you were trying to get out at the airport, I'm looking at FlightAware, which is this great uh, website, Flight and then Aware, all one word, where you can see uh, how flights are coming in and out of any place in the world, for that matter, but in the tri-state. And there are a fair amount of delays and cancellations already today. We saw people last night uh, sleeping on plastic chairs at Newark Airport. They got to the airport and then were told the flight was not taken off. We were trying to figure out, are we going to have to rent a car? drive here, train here. I think now people know climate change is real. And then the people who were able to get in over the last 24 hours say it was quite a sight from up above to see what New York City looked like as they got closer. Crazy. New York's never looked like this. It's like, um, I thought it was all cloudy at first, and then when they're landing you can't see anything. I like, whoa, the clouds are right there. It's like, no, 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 no. And then it was really bumpy. Um, and then seeing the city just all orange was unsettling. And immediately, as soon as we landed, I had to look up, like, why everything was just orange. But, yeah. Yeah, it is, of course, the issue. The pilots, you know, have to get up in the air. They have to be able to see where they're going. And so, again, we're already seeing it. Delays, cancellations this morning. I'm stranded here because uh, I had to check out early from my hotel, thinking of uh, I will be able to catch an early flight. And now my assignment flight is delayed. Yeah, and like COVID, of course, when it kicks in, there's just so many questions. So one of them is... Can you turn on the AC? I mean, it's not going to be incredibly warm today, but it's nice to be comfortable at your home or at work. So a question asked to a critical care doctor at Northwell Hospital. Here she is on air conditioning. Well, if you are like most of us living in New York and have one of the window units that pulls air from the outside, uh, you should keep that air conditioner off, actually. Um, if you have an HVAC unit that has a filter, that's a different story. But for many of us New Yorkers, the air conditioner should actually stay off. Uh, when it comes to taking those kids to school, uh, uh, here's her thoughts. So school is not a bad place for them to be. Just any indoor environment is what's best. And I know that the schools are keeping the windows shut and keeping the kids indoor for recess. 
Um, so just bringing them to and from school without any big stops in between, no playground after. But school overall is not a bad place for them to be. And I had this question yesterday. Is it okay to take the dog outside? Well, I guess apparently the dog is just like a human. that They shouldn't be out for a long time. Ask this vet out on Long Island. I do recommend that people keep their dogs inside as much as possible. So just quickly outside to go to the bathroom and back in. And by the way, that goes for horses to the Belmont Stakes. Of course, just a two-minute race. But organizers say... They're going to remain what they say is nimble for the sake of the thousands of spectators that would head to Long Island Saturday. But also, of course, for the horses. Now, some of them were out yesterday early running around the track or practicing on the track, uh, trotting across. And uh, the jockey said it was okay. Bruce Blakeman, Nassau County executive, says... The, you know, they'll wait and make the decision. Today's only Thursday. Right now, we have not canceled any events, and we are taking an inventory now of N95 and KN95 masks that may be available should they be necessary. Certainly, whatever we have in stock, we'll make available. Yeah, and the acting state health commissioner, Dr. James McDonald, talking about those N95 masks, which are sometimes hard to find. The state's going to give them it out. It keeps the air coming into your lungs clean. So you're not getting all clogged up and then prone to infection or inflammation and exacerbating any underlying disease or putting you at risk for pneumonia or bronchitis. Yeah, so he's recommending you put those on if you have one. They can migrate down our respiratory system into our lower respiratory tract much easier because they're smaller. Keep in mind, some of the bigger particles are filtered out by our nose. You know, we have hairs in our nose. We all do. And that's part of what our nose does. And Mayor Adams holding a presser yesterday, uh, pleading with people, if you can, stay indoors or, you know, move from place to place, but don't spend out a lot of time outside. We're encouraging New Yorkers to stay home indoors tonight and tomorrow whenever possible, especially our vulnerable New Yorkers. All New Yorkers should limit outdoor activity to the greatest extent possible. At 5 p.m., the air quality index hit 484 on the levels of health concern that is clearly alarming for New Yorkers. This is the highest level index of our knowledge since the 60s. Yeah, uh, at one point, right, yesterday, you probably heard this stat, a couple of them. One was being outside for 24 hours was like smoking a pack of cigarettes or like smoking six cigarettes, depend on which research you listen to. Uh, yesterday also, there was that comparison between us and New Delhi, New Delhi, India, which has some of the worst air quality in the world. At one point yesterday, apparently, we were number one and they were number two. Uh, but uh, uh, let's hope that doesn't ha- come back today. Of course, we'll follow this story all day long. Keep it here, 77 WABC. We'll have the latest on the air quality, everything you need to know about what's going on. Uh, let's fin- finish this hour down at the Jersey Shore. Those clinging jellyfish have been spotted again in the back bays of the Jersey Shore. A Montclair State University marine biologist says they might be the size of a quarter, so they're really hard to see. But he says they deliver a real punch when they sting, much worse than an average jellyfish. Uh, essentially from Sandy Hook area and the back bays all the way down to Cape May, we might expect to potentially run into these guys somewhere along there. Yes, so uh, the small creatures live in grass beds of algae. Apparently, they prefer shallow water. They might be in marshy bay areas. Uh, If you get stung, you probably won't feel the extreme pain until hours later. And it could require a trip to the hospital. Isn't that lovely if you're going to the beach for the day? This is not a specimen that would spend time off of the sandy beaches in the water where people are swimming. This is a specimen that prefers the back bay habitat.
Yeah, so if you go to WABCRadio.com, you can get a view of what these jellyfish look like and what you might look for if you're down the Jersey Shore.